0: So today, uh, I really actually, you guys, I had you on here on purpose uh, because this has been something that both of you have been challenged with, but let me just say you're not the only one that has been challenged with this. I have as well, that instead of being in faith and instead of receiving, you're like in your head trying to figure it all out. And so you and I had a conversation about this even this morning. So yesterday, if you didn't watch Boomerang Service yesterday, uh, we talked about the two parts of life. Did y'all get something out of that? Yeah. I I
1: was very, very excited when you said that's what you're going to be talking about because I know it's so important.
0: It is very, very important. And you can see how, for the most part in the American church, we've been doing that wrong, and because of that, there's no power. By doing it wrong, it shuts power off. Yeah. <laughs> so it shuts the power of God down in our lives by doing it wrong. And so if you didn't see that, go and watch it. But part of that has to do with, sorry, my Bible's like all up in y'all's business. <laughs> no, but uh, part of that has to do with um, following what I call the list. You know, um, it's like what to do, do this, don't do that, do this, do this, don't do that. You know, the do's and the don't list. It's basically of the law versus receiving from God. So if you didn't see, if you didn't see uh, yesterday's service uh, yesterday morning on the two parts of life, you should see it. Um, As soon as I got a hold of that, power erupted in the lives of people and they started changing and going to new levels in God immediately. I mean it was it was very quick. So um, anyway, so one of the things that we talked about was not being in legalism and not being in the law yeah. and then, you know, this morning both of you were both not Yeah. Well, no, okay. no, no, no. Take it back. Don't yeah. amen that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, reverse it. Right, right. Both of you were in the law yeah. and Following the list, which has been one of the things that y'all have had to work on, uh, which is part of the reason why I wanted you on here, because you can supply questions and and you can supply that. But both of you are trying to like go down the list of how to make things work. So and it's amazing how we can jump back into that so easily. Have you have you guys ever had that where it's like I know I'm supposed to just be believing by faith and but I'm not, you know. And so, you know, kind of tell a little bit about what you were facing and have faced and, and I've faced that too and when I got this behind me uh or or the gist of it behind me, the main pieces behind me, it really made things easier. I started receiving more in the in the Lord and everything. So just kind of share what y'all have seen, and have y'all seen this in your life too? Where you're 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 trying to receive, you know? It's like it's so simple, and yet, how do we make it so complicated, you know? And um, have y'all been there? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So well, go ahead.
2: Yeah. Well, like basically, what <clears throat> what I've fallen into multiple times um, is just like when I'm trying to receive, I'm trying to. Like, yeah. in my head, like, okay, I receive, okay, I, I'm putting myself in a position, all right, now I'm building my faith, and like, in my head, I'm kind of trying to go through a list, you know? Yeah. Like, even when I was reaching out to you this morning, uh, you know, I was talking about how I was believing for something, you know, and and it hasn't been manifesting. I've had prayer for her multiple yeah. times, and nothing's happened, and it's, and I'm like, and I'm like well, I know. And, and it's Paul's.
0: Because you said nothing's happened. It hasn't manifested. And, but, and see, that's a part of it is we look more at the flesh yeah. than we look at what's happened spiritually. Mm. Nothing's happened is not true. That's mm. a lie from the corruption and from lack. But yet you can see how in the flesh, if we're in our head, we'll look at the fleshly results. We'll look at the... Uh, the wind and the waves. More than we'll look at the solution. You just proved it by what you said, because you and I've had direct conversations that That's no, th- something happened. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah.
2: And, and like in the natural, it appears. That's, it
0: appears. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And and getting in your head, you know, or when I would get into my head, I would be like, well, I know faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So I'm li- I'm listening to the teachings. I'm Confessing it, I'm do you know pulling out my list. You know I've been doing this, I've been doing this, I've been doing this, I've been doing this. But I don't feel like I have the faith. Something's yeah. missing. Something's lacking. What's missing? And going just yeah. where, where where's my list failing? You know why yeah. is my list failing me? And that's kind of what sparked the conversation. This
0: well, and then in a separate line, you sent a message to Nicole and I this morning, and you said. It just seems like there's so many things to do, like so many balls to keep in the air and juggle them all to get this combination to work. Basically. Yeah. You didn't say it like that, but I'm helping for contact. Yeah. And it's like so immediately what where are you at? You're at the list. And yeah. my my response to you was just thank God and worship him, you know, basically. And I wasn't giving you more list items. You see, your mind went right I to went the right, list I was items. Like- I wasn't giving more you more list items. Do. I was giving you relax. Just relax. You know. And one of the questions I asked you, I was like, Why are you uptight? Right? Why are you why are you uptight? Why are you under pressure right now? And and then what we boiled it down to was and, and this is good and I've been there and I've done it and I can't tell you how many times I've done it, it's why I recognize it now. I can see it because I've I've overcome it in some in some forms and i'm still working on other places you know for myself but i was like why are you uptight And i would ask you the same, why are you uptight and the and what we, what did we boil it down to we boiled it down to we're uptight because we really don't believe that it's working you know because if you're if you believe if you have faith in god you know it's all going to work out and I'm not under pressure. I'm not under, I have no I have no pressure whatsoever. I have no fear because I know everything's going to be all right. Yeah. He's working all things together for good to those that love him and are called according to his purpose. Everything's going to be all right. So why is it that we're so uptight over it? And why is it we're like, ah, trying to push into it and we're so much in our head is because truthfully, we have mental assent. We know that God can do it. But in our heart, we don't believe. We don't believe that it's going to happen. And that's why we're like trying to fix it. We're trying to fix it because we don't believe. And so we've got to get to the place where we just simply believe with our heart and we don't doubt in our heart, right? And so a lot of times we know God can do it. And what we think is faith is simply what is called mental assent. We know God can do it, but we don't believe that he will do it and make it okay and so we're trying to step through all the legalistic things, keep all the balls in the air, you know, and we're trying to do the list. And we're in our head so much that it's producing confusion and strife in our heart and not peace. And then we literally place ourselves where we can't receive yeah. and we can't feel what God's doing. We can't sense what the Lord's doing because here and watch this. I think this is really going to help uh, people. It's, it feels like this. If I can't, and I said this to you this morning, I believe this was the Lord, if I can't connect the dots in my head to make the connection and get my the light bulb in my mind to get illumination, I can't receive. Right? And it's not about that. Yeah. It's not about it's not about you understanding God you know, that's not where faith is. Faith is actually when you don't understand everything, when you can't see everything. So it's funny to me to watch children in the faith be able to receive like this. Do you think they understand the mechanics of faith? Do you think they understand all of the stuff? I've,
2: I've had moments in Glass House, I've had moments where I'm like, why are they receiving it when they don't know anything and I know all of this stuff and I'm not getting nothing, you know, like it's... I had the
0: same moments. It ticked me off. It made me so mad. I know exactly what you're thinking. But see, and, and so what was my yeah. first thing to do when you walked in this morning, when, when I saw your first thing this morning, and I was like, I could see the pressure on you. I could, I could feel all of it. What's the first thing that I attacked? That pressure, Right. That trying to get it all perfect. Like in your head, I just gotta get it all perfect for it to work. If that was the case, nobody'd ever get anything to work. Nobody would ever get anything. Are y'all there? Nobody's wrote one comment on there. Like I see numbers, but are they are are we broadcasting? Are we live? They're probably like, <laughs> They're like
1: What's going on?
2: <laughs> um, well, the scripture that keeps coming to my mind, and you can put this in the comments, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Yes. You know, trust in the Lord with all your heart. and With all your not what? Your heart, not your mind.
0: Oh. Not all your
2: mental good. Listen.
0: Yeah. Trust, <laughs> trust in the Lord with, with all of your actions. Oh, no. Trust in the Lord with all of your list being accomplished and checked.
2: No. It's, it
0: that's says, not what it says.
2: Yeah, it says lean not on your understanding.
0: Oh, that's right.
2: <laughs> you know, that that's a verse that I've read a lot and looked at a lot and claimed as my life verse. <laughs> wow. You know, and uh, I'm working on it, you know.
0: <laughs> What's so funny? Why are you laughing? I'm thinking of <laughs> yeah. uh, Dr. Dean Radke and Pastor J.B. Whitfield and Uh, Dr. Dean had given some points on leadership and it completely blew this was years and years ago it completely blew Pastor JB's um, doctrine of leadership out of the water and it was basically it's your fault as the leader it's your fault and Pastor JB said I got mad and uh, they were in the elevator the next morning going down and and Pastor JB was carrying that and Dr. Dean said seems to me a guy who wrote a book on joy should have some manifestation (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I was thinking about when you said that's my, you know my life first. Like, it seems to me. <laughs> but here's the thing. But here's the thing is yeah, yeah. You know I'm I'm preaching faith for years and it's like for a while I felt like I couldn't get anything to work. Couldn't get anything to manifest. So it's not God. But the more the more knowledge that we get, the more we're responsible for certain things. But that doesn't mean we go back to the list. And one of the things that, eh, watch this, <laughs> yeah, Abby, seems to me, <laughs> everybody's like, I'm here, I'm listening now. Good. It's so nice to have y'all with us. <laughs> Listen, hey, drop comments in, in the comment section all the time. We love seeing that you're there. Amen. Everybody's just listening. But some people are working, which I really appreciate people when they're like, I'm, I'm working, but I'm still listening. That's awesome. That's a, that's a great dropping comment. Awesome. That almost sounded bad. Speaking of sounding bad, I had no idea. They had to tell me yesterday and I was shocked. So I, I said captivity like three times in a row, but the last time, I didn't say captivity, I said craptivity. And I was like, and they said, did you know you said craptivity? And I was like, no, what are you talking about? And they showed it to me, I was like, oh! <laughs>
1: It was really In funny. the message last yeah, it was, night. It was so funny. Was,
0: and everybody lost it. I'm wondering why they're losing it. It's called, <laughs> I had no idea. I had no, so I don't know if that was me being in the flesh or that was the Holy Ghost. Like, here, <laughs> have this one. Yeah. <laughs> this one's free. Yeah, It felt
1: like it was the Holy Ghost. It,
0: it fits, because captivity is that. But, <laughs> George says, I heard it too. Or Greg says, Greg, I heard it too. <laughs> I had no idea. It's like, sometimes, here's the thing. Sometimes people think, Everything I say is me. There's a lot of times I'll get to the end. When you're being led by the spirit, <laughs> it's not flowing out of your brain. It's flowing out of your spirit, you know, and uh, it's flowing. And I mean, honestly, if the shoe fits, captivity is, is captivity, but it's, um, you know, it, it is. So, but one of the things was. A lot of times people say, do you remember when you say this? I'll say, I don't remember that. You know, or you were giving me a word and I'll say, what was it? Because it's not flowing out of my brain. It's not a logical process. And that goes back to even what we're talking about here is our faith doesn't flow out of our head. Put that in the comments. Our faith doesn't flow or even originate out of our head. Right. He says, trust the Lord with all your heart lean not to your understanding. So that's, it's not flowing from there. You know, at what point does it say meditate? You know, we were talking this morning about meditation on the word and being in our head. Oh, well, we're supposed to meditate on the word, but when we meditate on the word, we're not meditating so that our brain will fit together. Logic points, we already know that logic and knowledge comes from the anointing. We're meditating so that we get into a position where the Holy Spirit can give us the stuff. So we feel like it's our job. See, that's the thing about a corrupted flesh. It always wants to do work and pay a penalty for its corruption. we I've got to overcome this. No, God, Jesus already has overcome all this. Yeah. He's already overcome all this. Everything, you know, 2 Peter 1, 3, everything pertaining to life and godliness has already been granted uh, ephesians one three we have been blessed with every spiritual blessing. everything we need has already been granted to us and we've already been by God pronounced his word i 've already blessed you with it i've already blessed you with it so it's not it's not a matter of it not being available. It's a matter of getting into the place of reception. You know, Today, I really will probably change the title a little bit to get out of your head and getting into the place of faith and reception, because that's really what we're talking about is getting to the place of reception. But, but watch this again. When we feel like in our brain, think about wires, right? I've got, here's the light bulb, here's revelation, and if I can get that light bulb to light up, I'll be in faith. Right? And it's like, so we think in our brain, I've got to connect this dot, be in this place, do this, and if I connect all those wires, boom, I'll get faith will illuminate in my head because I understand it, and now I'll be able to receive. And it's like I'm trying to work for an arrival mentality. No, you already have, Jesus already has the light bulb lit. It's just by faith, you believe it, you know? So one of the things that keeps coming up to me is, Jim Hockaday, when he was here, we were talking about confession. And you see in James chapter three that the tongue, our confession, is the rudder of the ship of our life, right? Our, our tongue steers the ship. Yeah. But in the full con, in other words, it's kind of like if I'll say, I'm the healed of the Lord, I'm the healed of the Lord, I'm the healed of the Lord. And if I confess that enough, I'll be healed. But that's not true. And and people say, Well, I thought it was the rudder. Yeah. Your tongue sets the direction, but watch this. And and this is something he brought up which really, really blessed me, is if you have a rudder on a ship, you've got the rudder at the base of the ship, you have this the steering wheel at the top of the ship. And so if we're at the top of ship piloting, right, and but there's not a rope or a chain that connects the wheel to the rudder, then the rudder's not going to turn. It's just aimlessly going there. And that connection between the steering wheel and the rudder is what Mark 11 says: Believe and in your heart, and do not doubt in your heart. Believe and do not doubt in your heart. In other words, a heart connection to our words is what causes it to steer right? And so a lot of times we're trying to step through and you see that same thing in James 5, go on a couple of chapters later. You see the same thing where he says that if the heartfelt earnest prayer of a righteous man, in other words, the word heartfelt, there's a passion behind it. There's a heartfelt words, earnest prayer of a righteous man avails much. So one of the things that you see is if I'm not, Connect. If I'm trying to get faith and reception and everything up here, it's never going to work because it's not, it's not done here in my head. I've got to get out of my head, and I've got to get it into my heart. Or I just say, Lord, I, I believe you. I, I trust you. I believe you. And the reason that we're under pressure and the reason why we feel that way is because we're trying to do it mentally, but we don't actually believe in our heart. We, we agree in our head that it's done and can be done and it can be ours, but we don't believe it in our heart. And the pressure that we're feeling is that doubt and that lack of belief that's in our heart. And so a lot of times we think we're in faith. We're not in faith. And that's why you want to see rest and you want to see a rest in God is a symptom of faith. Because when you get in faith, what comes on you? A peace and a rest. And now you know you're in faith. So when you feel that that you know, I don't know what I don't know what I'm going to do. You're not in faith. You need to stop right there. Get out of your head and just say, Lord, I trust you. I believe you. I throw away all those details. I throw away all those little connections up in my head. You know, I know all the answers, but I've got to just I've got to connect the rudder here. I've got to I've got to make the connection in by just believing you in my heart. You've already done this, Lord. I receive. Doesn't even make sense sense to you, you know. And so uh, today, while we were talking this morning, you know, I said, I said to you, I said, even right now, you're trying to piece together everything I'm saying. N- and were you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, like it was funny because you were like,
2: you need to get out of your head and in your heart. And the first thing that came to me was how. <laughs> getting back to the list, mm-hmm. like, okay, what do I do to get? And my, and, and my answer, and, my answer and, to
0: you was, you just need to do it.
2: And I was like, how? <laughs> Going back to the list, like, yeah. My head kept saying, how, 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 how,
0: instead of leave. Yes. Yeah. And and so it's just simple. And I went through the same thing. It seems and it seems so anti-logical. Of course, it seems like no, I've got to understand it. No, you don't. Uh-huh. No, you don't. What kid understands the mechanics of a healing? What kid understands the mechanics of faith? They don't understand the mechanics of it, they just believe. And that's how a child, when we become like a child, will walk in the domain of the king, the kingdom of God. Right? We'll walk in his rule. Lord, I just trust you. And, and your brain the whole time can be going. This is not going to work. I don't understand. No, no. Who cares? Shut up, brain. Lord, with my heart, I trust you. I believe. And your brain's over here flipping out. Boop, boop, boop. I don't care. Flip out all you want to, brain. I trust you. <laughs> Joni <Lee> said, busted. <laughs> Amen. Now, of course, if they write a comment that I need to see, y'all just let me know. But yeah, so it's how is you just got to say, I just trust you. And I receive, I no matter what I feel, you know, part of what you were going through this morning was that I, I'm doing all these things, but I don't feel God. Well, what's happening there? Your brain is trying to reconcile what I've done on the list versus what I feel, you see? And the issue is, you're, it's the same thing, is you're trying to fulfill the list, trying to connect all the dots to produce a feeling, Right. And you don't produce the feeling by connecting all the dots. You produce, you produce a manifestation of the things of God by simply believing. Lord, I believe that no matter what I'm doing, what I'm doing, I'm doing what you told me to do. I'm being obedient. You'll do your part. So I believe. I don't have to feel anything. There have been many times where I've gone to the Lord, I've spent time with the Lord, and I didn't feel a thing. I didn't feel a thing. Matter of fact, do you remember, um, you've heard me say this, when I did the first extended fast, 40 days, no solid food, day one was good, day two, I got one of the biggest revelations I've ever got, day three, four or five, all the way through 40, if God was there, I couldn't even tell it. I'm fasting for 40 days, and I can't even feel God during that time. How did I fast? I don't know. What don't got know. me through forty days oh, of fasting? For Lord, <laughs> <laughs> that's the greatest. That was
1: the greatest face.
0: That was my best
2: technical. What got you through the fast?
0: I was fasting by faith.
2: Faith.
0: Yes, good, good answer. <laughs> Way to be on top of it. <laughs> you got a cheer from the crowd. thank you everyone Thank you. I tried (laughs) oh man I was fasting by faith it was all by faith it was Lord I can't feel you but I believe by faith you're there you're doing a work now let me tell you when I came out of that fast I knew that I had been changed forever I could feel it then But in the middle of the fast, I couldn't feel anything. All I felt was hungry. (laughs) That was it. (laughs) And drained. (laughs) That's all I felt. But I was hungry also spiritually for the things of God. And I said, Lord, I'm fasting. And I'm believing that you are changing me in this period of time. But I went 40 days, 40 days, basically, 38 days, 38 days. And I didn't feel anything. Like I couldn't even tell God was alive. Like I felt nothing. Now that was very weird, but it also taught me something. And and what a great testimony now to help us understand that principle is you don't do things out of feelings. That was the right thing for me to do. He had called me to do that. Reading the word is the right thing. Praying is the right thing. Worshiping is the right thing. Spending time in fellowship is the right thing, but we don't do it for feelings. It's not a payment to get a feeling at the end of it. It's, it's I do that because I love you, which goes back to our message yesterday. I do this not for a payment, but I do it because I love you. But then our brain immediately wants to be paid. <laughs> I, I pay me with feelings. Pay me with a healing. Pay me with your presence. Pay me with a reception. Pay me with joy, Lord. I want to <laughs> do it. And, and it's like, I'm not doing this for a payment. I'm not doing it to pay and receive something. I'm doing it because I love you. I'm giving you faith because I love you. I'm fasting because I love you. I'm reading your word because I love you. And see, that's the issue. We're not doing it for a payment. It, it does. you know. God's not mocked. We reap what we sow. So it does increase, or if we don't do things, decrease our harvest of righteousness, 2 Corinthians 9, 10. But we But we do that, but I'm not doing it for a payment. I'm doing it because I love God. And whether I feel an immediate result of it or not, I trust you have done the work. You have released it in me. And my life has changed whether I feel it or not. So so see, I'm not connecting the dot. That did not make sense to me how you could fast for 40 days and not feel God. I'm telling you, I didn't hear from him. I didn't feel his presence. I felt like it was just me, but that wasn't true. Now, when I got done, when I got done and I came out of the fast, that, that next week I was like, whoa, something has happened. You know, when I came out of the fast, I could tell it then, but during the fast I couldn't tell anything. So, how was I fasting? By faith. By faith. Hey, Yuri, good job. <laughs> how did you know that? <laughs> I was fasting by faith. We go into relationship by faith. We receive, watch it. We receive by faith. Not because we feel something physically or we understand it or we see the instant manifestation. That doesn't mean that we didn't receive. You know, th- this we just got a testimony today and I was going to um <laughs> Kevin said I can't say 40 days without thinking and 40 nights. <laughs> so um we just got a testimony this morning. So my dad, um, he well, two testimonies really. He was, he went to the doctor a while back, and they basically found cancer all over his body. And they put a marker in, and he had cancer. And you know, you get cancer in the lymph areas. It's like one of the worst things. And when they put the marker in, all of his lymph system lit up like a Christmas tree. And uh, last week he got the report. He went, and they put in the marker none left, like completely gone. Yeah, all of those markers gone. It, it did nothing, all all gone. Yeah, but not only that, a few weeks ago he took a bite of food, and he told me, he said, tell people, give glory to God. So anyway, and he sent me a picture of it, but it's so ugly and gross, I'm not going to post it uh, on this broadcast. It, it looks demonic. It, it was gross. And, uh, but he, this is different from the lymph node areas. This is Basically, he went and ate some food, got choked, and um, couldn't swallow it, and was spitting up a lot of blood, and and he spit up a lot of blood and everything. Bless you, and bless you, you. and um, so then uh, he went in to get checked. He's like, "No, I need to come in now. I can't eat." You know, they were trying to give him an appointment. You know, uh, weeks later, he's like, I can't eat. <laughs> like two months later is what they were trying to do. He was like, did you hear what I was saying? You know, and um, so they they saw him. He called, he called his oncologist and they said, come in now. They checked it. They found a tumor in his esophagus that was blocking over half of his esophagus and wouldn't let food get down. Right. and And there was a tumor there. It was ugly and nasty. So this morning... He went, so he said, "Lord, I'm just giving myself to you." The Lord led him to come up here to the tent meeting with uh, Brother Ted Shelsworth senior and junior preaching, and uh, he was here, and uh, he got prayer that night, he got prayer from different places, and all of a sudden, I know I prayed for him specifically for it and everything, and all of a sudden he goes in to get an endoscopy this morning where they send basically a camera down his throat to see what they're dealing with and everything, and uh it's gone completely gone, completely healed, no more tumor, no more anything. Yeah, the issue is now, when did that take place? Did he feel something when he got prayer? Did he ever feel anything? I don't know, but it's not there anymore. So we're not moved by feelings. You know, It could have happened two weeks ago. Or that, that he could have received the anointing and it was working in his body this whole time and then just spiritually dissolved it or physically dissolved I don't know how. I, I don't have to know all I know is it was there and now it's gone now it's gone
2: so, well, it, it reminds me of like multiple times like when the disciples with the, the blind man who, who sinned him or his father they're trying to kind of yes. get back to all right let's try to figure this out yes. you know even with Why? with with how? Lazarus, yeah yeah even with lazarus you know like lazarus yeah. got sick and died and and you're just like well you know no matter no matter what caused it he's going to be he's he's going to be fine the sickness is not going to end in death whether he died for a moment or not it didn't end that way so it like you know you can like try to logic it out and figure out all the pieces but... can
0: you imagine the disciples' brains mm-hmm. trying to reconcile what Jesus said right there when they got to Bethany and, he's dead. and he was dead <laughs> Yeah. what Well, I thought he said he was going to be fine. I thought he was Lord. Mm -hmm. And see how doubt creeps in, you know, and how many of us have been. Well, I thought he said I was going to be healed tonight. You were. Mm -hmm. Did you receive it? Or did did doubt you receive it and then doubt kicked it out because of a feeling, right? Jesus said, no, (laughs) move the, roll the stone away. Well, now their brain is super fried. You know, first of all, why did he die when you were gonna? You said he's gonna be okay. Why didn't you come, Jesus? You're the Lord. Why didn't you come? So their are you know their brain is on tilt on that, and then they're like, he goes, roll the stone away. What? He stinks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he stinks. Why would you do this? Mm-hmm. And their brain's going, trying to connect the dots to get some kind of revelation. And he's like, I am the resurrection and the life, and and he basically is saying. Believe on me. Don't, you don't have to fix and connect all those things. Just open up faith in your heart. Rest in, in me. Relax in me. Enter that place, that Sabbath rest of God that's available to you as long as it's called today, which means that Sabbath rest of God. There is a Sabbath that we need to keep holy, but there's a, a thing called the Sabbath rest, which basically is a salvation for us every minute of every day. And we can enter into that place of rest. And that's what I was bringing up to you this morning. It's like, why are you not at peace? And the issue was, as much as you were trying to be in faith mm-hmm. and trying to get there, you weren't actually in faith. You're in mental ascent and you're trying to logically, you're leaning on your understanding yeah. to tell you that faith has been produced. Mm-hmm. And that's leaning on our own understanding. And, yeah. and I've done it. I cannot tell you how many times I've done it. And so then their brains frying, like, how did he die? Now you want us to roll the stone away? Lord, do you know what a debacle this is going to be? He stinks. He's, he's decomposing. You know, what's, yeah. what, uh, gross. Yeah. Lord, you're going to be, can you see the headlines? Jesus exhumes death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he falls apart when we remove the bandages, you know, just gross. Mm. Can you imagine? I mean, that stuff was probably going on in their head. He's like, and, and he took them right back to the place of faith. I'm the resurrection and the life. I'm the resurrection and the life. Believe. And, and immediately it's like, oh now watch this. As soon as Lazarus comes back to life, all of that in their brain goes away. Jesus solved all of those misconnections and disconnections in one moment by the power of God. And that's where we have to be walking is that those signs and wonders, they help people be like, I don't know how it happened, but it worked. He must be worthy of putting my trust and faith. And that's why when we renew our minds to the word, which is basically renewing our minds to get out of corruption and out of doubt, so that we can believe. It's not renewing our minds so that we understand every single principle and all the mechanics of it. It's not that. See, we've, we've added the mechanics piece because that's what we've been taught in a corrupted world. So we're trying to get the mechanics of everything, and we should study to show ourselves approved. But who's the one who shows us the mechanics? Who's the one who shows us that? The Holy Spirit does. Not our brain. Yeah. Wisdom and knowledge doesn't come from us logically figuring it out. That's, that's a revelation given by God. He is the one that brings that. So we go into, we go into meditate on the word, we renew our mind, not to the mechanics of it only, but we renew our mind to the word of who he is, how good he is. And see, that's what happened with Jesus. He comes in, he raises Lazarus from the dead, and all of a sudden, what what happened to all the mechanics? What difference does it make? It kind of blows all the mechanics, and I have to know how it works out of the water when you see a miracle. It it kind of is like, oh, it didn't really matter. It just mattered if I knew that he was a good God and that he loved me and I trust him. No matter what I see or what I feel, and see how you come back to the simplicity of. It. So you have to learn to catch yourself when your brain starts trying to go off that corrupted trail of logic yeah. and piecing it all together and knowing all this and doing the list. Do this, don't do that, you know, and and do it all the do's and don'ts. And our brain goes. Ah, do, 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 do. You never get healed by by fulfilling the law by fulfilling the list. You get healed because you say. Lord, I trust you. I trust you. Well, how's that? Work? I don't know. And you all have heard me say it. You'll say, well, Pastor, how's it? I don't know. How's that going to work? I have no idea. You've seen me. You've seen me do that. You know, you've seen me answer like, I don't know. I don't have to know. What I need to know, God will give me when I need to know it, and it'll be perfect. And if I don't know it, then I hadn't heard from him yet. And I know he'll answer me when it's right on time. Because he knows what the right time is, too. I don't know what the right time. is. He knows what the right time is. So if he hadn't told me, I don't have to go make something up. I don't have to force the ball to the receiver. I don't have to build my own house. I just need to trust him.
2: Yeah.
0: I just need to get out of my head. And so this morning, you know, even right now, there's people watching, and and, and maybe Marky right now, trying and and what you're trying to do is. Click all this stuff together so it's like you click the puzzle and all of a sudden the Rubik's Cube is solved in your head. And, oh, no, no, no. Throw all that out. Mm-hmm. All of it out. Lord, I trust you. I just move into peace. That's why I was telling you this morning. You know, uh, it doesn't matter that you got it all figured out in your head. Matter of, matter of fact, that will probably hold you back. By by seeing and knowing all this that's like yesterday when I when I talked about faith and I said I would give you like seven different things of why faith wouldn't work variables that most people are not aware of you notice I didn't even go into them like I've gone into them before but I didn't even go in why cuz I didn't even want to give them something to think about mm-hmm. just trust god just believe him is he worthy of believing yeah did did he does he do what he says he's going to do Then I just gotta believe them. I just gotta trust them. I've got to stop going to my head to piece together the wires to make the light bulb of revelation light up to get it to work. Revelation is what causes that to work, but it's not revelation of the mechanics, it's revelation of the character and nature. Yeah. And put that in the comments. It's not we're not after revelation of the mechanics. We're after revelation of the character. You realize that if I can get revelation of the goodness and the love of God and the character and nature of God, the mechanics don't matter. You see? If I can get revelation of his goodness, because his goodness will teach me mechanics that I need to know. He'll show me certain things. Mm -hmm. But it's his goodness that I really need to trust from the outset, not rely on that at the end. That's where it starts, not, you know, that's where, it, that's where it starts. Really, it's the start and the finish, but I don't need to go to his character after I've tried all the mechanics and tried to connect all the dots. I just started. Lord, you're so good. You're so good. You're worthy of praise. I just worship you. You're going to work this out. How? Well, pastor, how? I have no idea how he's going to do it. That's not my business. It's not my business. And if you think about it like this, if you're trying to get something and you're trying to figure it out in your head, who is carrying the weight? Who's carrying the cares? So now where's where's the responsibility? And who do you who are you actually trying to believe in? Are you believing in the character and nature of God? Are you believing in your ability to process it? So now who's your faith in? No wonder it hadn't been working. You see? So because our faith now is, do I make the light bulb light up? You know, do I get revelation of the mechanics of it? Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah.
2: Well, so go ahead. I was just gonna say, well, Abraham, you know, God said, "I'll leave your father, and mother's house, go to the land that I'll show you." There was many, many, many dots yes. that weren't that God didn't give him, yeah. but he obeyed. Now there was also moments when um, he said, "I'll make you the father of many nations," and he tried to fill in the dots, and it didn't work out for him very well. Because then he had we, an Ishmael. That's how we which, up. Yeah, yeah. That's so, how we
0: mess up too.
2: Yeah, so like you yeah. can see like just in, in different areas of his life, there were moments when he got it right, moments when he missed it, and you but you can kind of see the fruit of it. Yeah, yeah. And it's better to be on
0: Many churches mm-hmm. are are Ishmaels. Mm. God didn't build the house. A person built the house because they uh, they tried to connect the dots yeah. in their head logically, but they never had a word. Mm-hmm they God showed them where they're yeah. going and they tried to manifest it too soon because they don't understand this concept. Mm-hmm. Many many yeah. ministries, not just churches ministries yeah. are that way.
2: So, uh it, would you say that this is kind of like what Jesus said to Thomas when he said like when to, obviously Thomas was like Absolutely. I, you know what I'm going to you know when I was like, "Well, I'll believe when I touch his hands and and see," you know. Jesus was like, "All right, do it." And he said, "Well, you know, you've seen and you believe, but blessed are those who believe even yeah. if they don't see. So even if I don't see it or haven't had it pieced Connect out, the dots but if in I our believe, head. there's a blessing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're more blessed by that. Yeah. And it'll be a lot easier, too. You, you got to imagine if Thomas kept on in that same line of thinking, he could only be blessed. He could only be blessed by sight.
2: Yeah.
0: So if he didn't see it, he'd never be blessed. He didn't touch it. Never be blessed. Mm-hmm. Others would be blessed, whether they saw it or not. They would be in a place of reception. So, you know, a lot of times we'll get up for prayer and we're like, "Okay, Lord, you know, I'm praying for whatever to happen," and and we're sitting there, um, we're sitting there, and we're trying to uh, receive. But what's really going on in our head is like. Am I in the right place to receive? Do I do this? Am I do am, am I doing this wrong? Am I doing it right? What is, what's going on? And so the whole time, what, what's on the throne in that moment? Our brain, right? Us, not God. Just, Lord, when I go up there, I am, this is faith. I am going to receive because your word tells me I'm going to receive. And so in Jesus' name, by faith, I receive. I receive. And when I learned that, just the simplicity, that's why I was telling you, just do it, just believe you know and your brain immediately went to how you know right <laughs> how do I do it yeah, it's it's not got to do with the mechanics of it. It's got to do with Lord, I believe you, I trust you with with my heart, that's it. yeah that's it. And then if I went up and I felt something great, if I didn't feel anything great, I still believed that I received and and so a lot of times what was happening was that anointing would come in, and then it'd be working in you it'd be working and working and working then all of a sudden you know two weeks later you'd be healed it's like it's like my dad you know i don't i don't know when it actually that tumor actually went away i don't know, but it could have been that he actually had the anointing working in him by the laying on of hands, and then you know a week later it went away you know i don't know it could have been right that instant that moment you know i don't know. But the issue is, what difference does it make? It's in you. It's working. And we know that it's working because God said it would be working. If we preach the word, he said, I will confirm my word with signs fallen. So if you hear the word preached and it's preached in the anointing and in power, that means when people get their, get hands laid on them, that word is going to be confirmed in their life. It's happening now. And so whether I feel something or not, I believe that I have received that anointing. It's working in me. I believe I have it now. I believe I have it now. And so I just, Lord, I just believe it. I, I believe. I'm, I'm in expectation that when, when I get prayer or when I ask you for something based off of faith, I believe I have received it then. I'm not waiting on it. I'm not trying to figure out all the details of it. Yeah. And, it, and it's just that simple. And we complicate it. And we've got to get out of our head over that stuff. And, and you know, I've watched people for years Years do that, you know. Yeah, I've watched people for years, and I've done that. I cannot tell you how many times. It took me years to figure out how to simplify it. And it was just, a, you just believe. You just trust the Lord in his character and nature. And if, you, if you're if you having a problem with that, then what's good to do is go study the scriptures on just how good he is and what his character and his nature is, you know. We need to study that. So, yeah. yeah. What other question? Do you have
2: any questions?
1: Um I think I've like I think the biggest thing for me is I've um I have because I've like operated in legalism so much, I've 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 gone into the list so much and I've immediately condemned myself for not being able to do all the list. Yep. So then I've immediately gone into that place of condemnation and that's I've separated myself from the source, so I think, and then I've felt that. So then for me, um, it's been a lot of feelings-based of of trying to get myself out of that. But also, I know that this has been something that I've done. So when I've even felt the temptation, even just the temptation to go into a feelings-based process, it's in, it, it's tried to instantly condemn me for that, like for even yeah. doing that, for yeah. even not being in faith. I've gotten condemned, and then I've been in this cycle of... Uh,
0: and, and the cycle should last. No, it, it shouldn't start to begin with, but if you find yourself in that, you want to get to the place where you don't even go into the cycle. Yeah. You want to grow to that place. But if you find yourself in that cycle, how do you deal with it and... How long should the cycle last? The cycle should only last until you recognize it. So as soon as you recognize, I'm in feelings, I'm in condemnation, you should be able to end it right then. You should be able to end it right then. Okay? But the issue is, you know, and like I can see on your face, you're like, "Uh, how? I
1: literally, (laughs) my brain literally said how. (laughs) But And
0: that's fine because you, you but see you're trying to connect how to do all of that stuff and it still goes back to faith it still goes back to faith because what you're saying here you already know the promises i can ask you a couple of questions you know the scriptures so you have mental assent on it but you just you you might not have trusted it well i've done that before i've not done it where i know what the answer is but I didn't actually put faith on it so if i'm if i'm moving We'll, we'll tackle condemnation first, because if you're in condemnation, your faith won't work. You will not receive in condemnation, right? Why? Because even if you received something, you will you will throw it away as soon as you walk away from the prayer line, because your condemnation con- condemnation sears your conscience so that you don't feel worthy of it, and if your conscience is not clear. If you don't have a clear conscience, the Bible clearly says faith doesn't work. So whereas the preacher might have faith and actually get healing to you or the power of God, your condemnation, as soon as you walk away, it, it makes your conscience unclear because you know you're not supposed to be there. And your condemnation basically says, I'm not worthy of God's goodness. I'm worthy of damnation. I'm condemning myself. So I'm, I'm doing it wrong. I'm in condemnation. You're looking at yourself as the one that's wrong instead of Jesus who made it right. And so that condemnation will kill faith. And what you even might have received, your own, your own self will eject that because of doubt from a, a guilty conscience. Okay. So you, yeah. have to, you have to deal. Well, okay. What has Jesus done about condemnation? What's he done about condemnation? Are we supposed to walk in condemnation at all? No. We're supposed to immediately. As soon as we recognize we're in condemnation, then all we have to do is say, Jesus, I just condemned myself. You're the one who paid for my sin. Lord, I, whatever I did right now, immediately, immediately, I, I'm thinking every time I say immediately, I'm saying an E instead of an I. Um, immediately, I repent of what I did, I ask you, I'm confessing, confessing it to you. Mm-hmm. I ask for your forgiveness. And by faith, I receive that forgiveness right now. And the word says in 1 John that if we'll confess our sins, he is faithful and just to remove all transgressions, including what I did wrong and including condemnation. And that next second, that next second, I should have all of that gone and I should, that means now I'm in right standing with God, and I have every right to receive that. And so by faith, Lord, I believe that I have it, and I have it now. And that condemnation, I should never think another thing about it. If I've truly received forgiveness, and I've truly, you know, in my heart, repented of whatever it is I missed, I should immediately step into that place and be able to receive by faith. But see what happens is when people get in condemnation, they just stay in the condemnation, and they don't actually get forgiveness of it. They just carry that condemnation, that weight, and then they're not going to be able to receive anything until they get out of that condemnation. So we we've got to receive forgiveness by faith, just because of what He's already done, who He is. We've got and and now if you don't repent for what you're doing, I mean, if you're in a sin and then you just keep on keep on sinning. Well then, you should be condemned, and you will be condemned in that way because you are not giving up the sin. So, if God's told you to fix something, you had not fixed it, then condemnation's going to be there, and you're not going to. You might have moments where you get relief of it, but it's going to stay there until you repent of that sin. So, re- repent of the sin, ask forgiveness by faith, receive forgiveness by faith, and move past it. But you know, true repentance means that I'm not going back to that over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. and so one of the things is we've got and you can receive that just like that. I mean, you can receive that one of the greatest things I ever learned in ministry was to uh, receive by faith instant forgiveness. It didn't take me six months to get in forgiveness for something that I messed up on. you know that's how what it took me when I was immature. It's not what it takes me now because if that was the case man who would minister right not very many people you know very few people would be walking in any type of anointing so we've got to get to the place where we can actually we've got to get to the place where we can receive that forgiveness very quickly very very quickly and but that's the issue how many times would you say you when you've messed up and you know that and you were in condemnation you actually moved out of that condemnation really really quick how I many you know? How many of us have kept it for days and weeks and months? At some people, years at times. Yeah, but that that's not designed for us. That yeah. condemnation, he said in in Romans eight one. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those yeah. who are in Christ Jesus, who walk after the Spirit and not after the not after the flesh. So their condemnation is is illegal. You know, mm-hmm. it's not meant for us. That 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 is completely illegal for a, a child of God to walk in that and it and so if we're walking in it we're walking in something that that we should not ever be walking in uh, besides just the minute that we find it and just long enough for, for us to say a prayer and get rid of it. And that that really sacks a lot of people's faith is because they know they're doing certain things wrong but they won't correct it. So they're they're in condemnation over that area, so their conscience tells on them. Their conscience is guilty and their faith doesn't work. And so, but, so that shouldn't last very long. So, how long, how long should condemnation, okay, you found out you're doing it wrong. How long, okay, how long should that condemnation last then? As long as your prayer takes yeah. to get rid of it. And then you're clear right then. I'm free now. Okay, now, Lord, I believe in your goodness, and I receive in Jesus' name. I receive. And if you're having a hard time doing that, then you probably haven't dealt with condemnation by faith in that way, and you haven't dealt with that sin or that mess up or that slip. So Can you see? So it shouldn't take us any time. We should have, and, and if it takes us time, the issue is, it's not that we don't have a revelation of the mechanics, it's that we don't have a revelation of his character and his nature and what he's already done. What has he done? He's, he's made our sin as white as snow. He is faithful and just to remove all transgression if we'll yeah. confess it. He, he's already done this. Yeah. So we don't have a revelation of who he is and what he's done. And that's what we need the revelation of, not the revelation of the mechanics of how to receive. So we're putting the cart before the horse a lot of times. We're trying to receive where we're sitting there in condemnation. And we can be in condemnation because we're trying to figure it all out. We're like, I'm sitting here and I'm trying to figure it all out. And I don't need to be figuring it all out. I need to just be receiving. And we're like, I'm receiving, I'm receiving. But in our mind, in the back part of our mind, we're like beating ourselves up because we're still in our mind. So now we're in condemnation for being in our mind Instead of just ditching that whole process and saying, Lord, I get out of my mind. I repent for being in my head. I I repent for being in my brain. And uh, I just receive your freedom from condemnation over that right now. And in Jesus' name, I receive my healing. Thank you, Father. I receive what I need. And I have it now. Why? Because your word said it. Because I feel something. No. Because your word said it. Because it's who you are. Because that's what your love does. Because that's what you've told me. I, you know, I don't understand all the mechanics of it. I just know that's what you said. And Lord, as a child, I receive it right now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. And it's that simple. You know, it's not. It's not all the, knowing all the mechanics and everything. That answer that.
1: Or, mm-hmm. I think. Um, maybe you can answer this, but as far as knowing God more, I've taken that to a list standpoint of, oh no, <laughs> like I yeah. need to trust him. And then I've like, I've wanted to, in the heat of the moment been like, I need to trust him more. Like, how do I trust? How do I do that? How do I develop that in the heat of a moment?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So like, how do you, when you realize, oh, I'm the, I need to know his character more in that moment, how do you um, have that revelation without getting going to the word like legalistically or like trying to pay? Like like I'm going to know him as a payment to, to you know. Yeah,
0: it's not a payment. We shouldn't look at. All right, so here here's a good question. All right, so let's say uh, the relationship that Buddy and I have as pastor and, you know, shepherd and sheep basically, all right. And he, he wants to learn me. He wants to see what makes me tick, right? Um, he wants to learn why do I do certain things. Uh, he wants to learn how do I process certain things, which are all great things to learn, and he should do that. So let's just take he and I. Now, he definitely can ask me questions, but the issue is, is he going to sit down and come up with a list at the beginning of it? First of all, if he came up with a list of 100 questions on what makes me tick, do you think I'm going to answer all 100 of those? (laughs) Correct.
1: Like to take the time?
0: Uh, Like take the time and go through all of them and answer them. Now, I mean, eventually I would, but would I just sit down and go through all of them? No, because the first thing that I'm going to notice is he's being so legalistic about it. Like that's not the way to approach it. He's trying to. He thinks that if I, he can get all these hundred questions answered, he'll be done. It's more than the hundred questions. Like there's more to it than that. Even if even if they were really really good questions, it's not just a logical answer. A lot of it's by the spirit. Things that I do, it's a it's a sense in the spirit. It's not able to be answered. With an earthly logic, you go to Romans eight, it says, "There's things uttered that, that there are no word, there are no known words for. You know? There's groanings too deep for words. So what we see is in some moves of the spirit, it's not even something that I could explain to him. I I could spend the next year trying to give words to some of those things and it'd be hard to do. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing, though. If he just purposes his heart to be hungry, to be around me, right? He just says, I want to be around him, right? What's going to happen? He'll learn more simply by being around, and, and I'll say it this way for the purpose of relating it to God. In the presence of, he'll learn sense. Feel those things that are happening in the spirit. Not because he completed a list or, well, every day I'm going to get up and I'm going to meet pastor at 9 o'clock and then we're going to go to the broadcast and then I'm going to do this I'm going to do this, and, to do this and, and this and this and this 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 this, this and, and this and then I'm going to ask him this question I'm going to ask him one question every single day. I'm going to tell him to throw that away because you're trying to legalistically figure it out. Well and I, I, I know enough now to know that's never going to work right, because you're going to think you're going to think that you get to the end of that hundred questions and you're going to have everything, and you will not have everything. Yeah. it will not work like that. You won't have it all because there'll be things that you don't even know to ask until you've spent a year with yeah. me. until yeah. you spent two years with me, five years with me. There, there'll be things you didn't even know were out there. Mm-hmm. That I know that I could answer, but you just now figured out that's a thing. So we very immaturely try to think that we have all the questions. We don't even know all the questions, right? Mm-hmm. But how will we find those things? Just spend time with them. So it's not a matter of, okay, well, I prayed for thirty minutes this morning, then I read in my Bible and and then I then I worship. It's not that. It's Lord, I just want to spend time with you. Yeah. It's the simplicity of fellowship. And in that fellowship, he'll say, you know, like I'm thinking of a revelation. Y'all know part of on the welcome, the word welcome that we've talked about. Where did that come from? There's a revelation, something God gave us on, you know. Where did that come from? Just spending time with them. It was just we were in him, spending time in his presence. And he says, oh, by the way, here's this. Oh, by the way, here's this. And the Holy Ghost just brings. In other words, it wasn't because we sat and we answered questions and we figured that out in our head. It wasn't because of that. It's because we were just in His presence, and in His presence is the anointing, and you have the anointing, the unction, and you know. Right? So in His presence, He'll cause you to know things and to figure those things out. So it's not a making a payment of the time and all that. It's just, I'm just spending time with Him. You know, I'll go into it. You know, and people think, yeah. I, th- I think if people actually could see my life, I think I think this will help some people. Understand that you should not have days where you go without talking to the Lord. That's not what I'm saying in this, but I do not have like regimented days and hours and minutes with the Lord. I just seek to stay in His presence all the time and walk with them. I'll be praying all throughout the day, not just an hour in the morning or whatever. Uh, I'll read the word. I, I read the word in spurts. I'll go for several days, and I'll, re- and I'll read through, and I'll meditate. I, now, I'm constantly meditating on the word. I'll take a scripture, and I'll meditate on it. The Lord will speak something to me. I'll meditate on it uh, for quite some time. So I'll meditate on it day and night. But I'll, and I'll look at it, and I'll go back through it and everything. I'm constantly meditating on the Word, which we need to do. But I'll read the Word like, um, like last week. Like last week. I, uh, I wasn't in the Word very much last week, but I was more the week before, right? And so I'll go in spurts like that. But it's a, if you look at the whole, whole time of my life, you'll see. Um, now, when I say that, that makes it sound like I'm not in it at all. That's not true. I'm meditating on it all the time. On I'm in it all the time, every day, in here. You, you see what I'm saying? But that's a fellow. Even this right here. This is a fellowship with the Lord. Like I'm receiving from the Holy Spirit while I'm sitting here. I'm being fed in fellowship with God as I'm as we're talking about these things. You know, um, I'm I'm thinking of scriptures. You're you know thinking of the proverb scripture. You know, so we're meditating on the scriptures, but. So it's not that I'm not in the, in the Word at all. It's that there's, there's times where I'm more in the Word. And I don't get in condemnation because I didn't read today. You know, Well, I didn't open my Bible and read for 15 minutes today. I have zero condemnation on that. But that doesn't mean I may go next week and I might read for five hours. You know, And it's just whatever the Lord leads me to in that time. So I'm not in condemnation over that. Now, if the Lord leads you that you need to, then you need to do it. He'll write those things on, on your heart. That's what he's written on mine. Obviously, I know I know the Word decently, but I'm still learning it. You know, I I know Scripture, and I know the principles of the Word, and I study and meditate on the Word quite often. But if I miss a day reading in the Word, I don't condemn myself over that. Not at all. Now, don't let... Don't let that take you to a place where you cross your conscience. Like if God told you to do that, you better do that, right? You you need to go ahead and do that. But can you see what I'm saying? In other words, it's not people think that. Well, if I don't if I don't spend my 15 minutes with the Lord today, nothing's going to work. That's not true. That's not true. That's like uh, we were talking last week somewhere, where uh, Doctor Rodney went to minister. Dr. Rodney went to minister at a uh, church, and uh, the son wanted to play video games. And the pastor there, if I remember it right, I might be be misinterpreting part, but kind of the sense I got was, the pastor was so busy with the Lord, he hadn't spent time with his son. And Dr. Rodney recognized it, and he, he spent the whole afternoon before the service playing video games with the son. Not not in the bible not studying well the pastor was so condemned he was like this is going to be a horrible service because he hadn't spent any time with the lord well see that's that's the way that pastor he was so regimented he felt like Dr. Rodney would have no anointing well sure enough the anointing shows up they have a blowout service mm-hmm. And I mean, the pastor wanted to get all his elders and like pray some extra support into Dr. Rodney to make sure that they didn't have a flop of a meeting. <laughs> and, and he said, listen, brother, he said, I stay in the presence of the Lord. You know, all that morning he probably was meditating on the word. If if we don't have any more word in us than just we need to spend every waking minute in front of a meeting to go in there and we don't have any more word in us than that, we don't need to be preaching in the first place. You know, I need to be living this. It needs to be who I am, and part of who I am is being able to rest in those moments. You know, and and y'all seen me? I'll be like, "No, nah, we're done working for today. That's it," because I've learned how to balance that. Yeah. I don't have to have a regimented thing to stay in that presence. You know, think about this: if I told if I told Nicole, "All right, listen here, uh, listen, wife," um, at nine o'clock. You know, you and I are going to have special time to talk from 9 to 9.15. I'm going to hear everything that you say, but at 9.15, I'm done. And, uh, you know, and and then from 9.15 to 9.30, I'll tell you what I want. And do you think relationships work like that? First of all, would she want that? No. She'd be like, don't you regiment that to me? Well, God doesn't want that to us either you know, don't regiment look this is a relationship this is not a a regimented thing that's not relationship that's not fellowship but yet we've got it in our head that that's what we have to do no it's an all the time thing it's an ongoing thing and so if i if i miss it i don't condemn myself over it and and if i step in but i also don't get i don't get upset when god says Hey, you're right in the middle of this movie right now. Come spend time with me. So see, I'm just as willing to step out of that moment in that, in that time. You know, it was a few months ago. There was something going on and the family was doing something. God said, I need you to be with me right now. And I went and he showed me something in his word. And I left the family time because he said right now, you know, but at the same time I'm willing to leave a time that I had scheduled when God says, Go spend that time with the family time. Right? And that's an answer to what you asked me this morning. Remember yeah. what you asked me about somebody that asked you to do something. Oh yeah. That's the Holy Ghost bringing your answer. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, uh, yes. You were asked to do something outside yeah. of what yeah. your plan yeah. was? Yeah. yeah. You see? Yeah. So I I'm okay to do that. That's why it's not that I'm not in condemnation over that. You know, I'm not in condemnation out of stepping out of a time of God. I'm sitting there reading my Bible and, and Luke says, Hey Dad, will you come play with me? Well sometimes I'll say, I'll be out there in a few minutes. But then sometimes the Holy Ghost will say, You go right now, go enjoy that time with him. Go give him that time. And I'm not some people would be in condemnation that they closed their Bible and went and played with their son. You know? And and that's what we have to see is that God's not like that. He's not in the list, yeah. you know. They they think that because he gave the list in the law that that's how unmerciful he is if anybody breaks it, right? He gave the list in the law because he's holy. He's that holy. The The law was not an indicator of his mercy. The law, you know, directly or his lack of mercy it was an indicator of how holy he is yeah. and how lost we were without him. That's the indicator, not an indicator of how we're, how rigid we're supposed to be, yeah. right? So that's that's revelation right there. That'll give you enough to meditate on. Does that help? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: the example of the spouse, um, that yeah. helped a lot. Because, I, I mean, yeah. as soon as you said that, I'm like, Ew, (laughs) like that's awful. Like, that would be horrible if someone was like, We're doing, you're gonna tell me about your day for 15 minutes, and then I'm gonna tell you about my day for 15 minutes, and then we're gonna be done. I'd be like, No, thank you. I don't want any part of that. Like, keep your time. Like, I wouldn't want that.
0: If that's the way you feel about our relationship, then I don't even want the relationship, right? Think about God and our Sunday morning bulletins. Yeah, anyway. No, no, no being led by the Holy Ghost, no following the leading of God. No, we're going to sing three songs. We're going to have a prayer, and then we're going to have a special song. Then we're going to have a 15-minute message, and we're going to have an invitation, and then we're going home. Same thing.
2: And yeah. if it goes beyond that 15 minutes? If it goes
0: beyond 12, no, nope, we're done. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, I was messing with religious cows. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Yeah. So we've got to get to the place where we're just we're in the place of faith, the place of reception, right? We're in the place of faith and reception and not in our head and the simplicity of it. And if we if we're always trying to figure out the how and the why and everything it's not that God won't give us the how and the why. He will. I love I love science. I love math, right? I love formulas. I I see formulas in here. Like this this to me is a book of formulas. But our relationship is not formulaic and I don't just employ the mechanics. I can see the mechanics and how they can affect it, but I don't live by mechanics. I live by faith in the love of a loving father. See it's not faith in the mechanics. It's, it's not faith in the how. It's not faith in the legalism. It's not faith in the list. It's faith in a loving intimacy with God. Yeah. Right? It's a, it's a, it's a loving father. And I believe in the love. You know, I believe in the love, not, not the mechanics, but in his love. And that helps me to get out of my head and stop, stop making the source my understanding. Because there's going to be many things that God asks you to do, like Abraham going to a place I'll show you. He had no understanding of all of that. He had no understanding of how he would become the father of many nations. Do you think, I mean, I believe he could see by faith without seeing all the details, but do you think he could understand who we are today and what we were when God first said that to him? No clue how all that was going to work. Do you think he understood the mystery of Christ And the mystery of Christ fulfilling all of the law and all that, he probably had no clue about that. Mm -hmm. All of that had pertained to him becoming the father of many nations. And here he is trying to have have a baby with a lady on the earth to fulfill it in the mechanics. Miss the fellowship of God and miss the power of God for a brief moment while he's trying to, and caused issues, caused problems by it. So we don't need God's the builder, and it's about not the mechanics and the how; it's about the who. Yeah, yeah it's who, it's Him. Who He is? Is He trustworthy? Does He love you? Is He is He holding stuff back from you? No. Then Lord, I receive it. I just believe that I have received, and I will not doubt. In Jesus name. Yeah. Amen. So right now, I just want us to pray. Just say, Father, right now, Father, right now, I ditch, I ditch the condemnation, the, condemnation. the legalism, legalism. The trying to figure it all out. figure it out. And I just look with eyes of faith just look with eyes of on who you are. On who you are. On what you've done already. On what you've done already. And what you've released to us and granted to us. What you've released to us and granted to us. And in faith, in faith, in the name of Jesus, name of Jesus I receive, I receive the, fullness the fullness of my salvation. Of my salvation. I, receive I receive intimate fellowship with the Father. Intimate fellowship with Right now. right now, my relationship with my God relationship will, with never, God be will never be the same and never be as low it be as, as low it was, just, as a it was just a few minutes but ago, but it'll keep going it'll up it'll keep going and getting better and better, getting better and better because of who you are. Of who you are. I, receive I, receive I receive divine help, divine help in my body, my body now. I receive it. I, receive I, believe, I, believe. I believe I have received I have it received. Now. now in Jesus' name. I believe, I believe I have received, I have received prosperity, prosperity. In, whole. in whole supernatural abundance supernatural abundance to provide, to provide for, every good work. for every good work and I believe I have that working in me now and I believe I have that working in me now finances are changing right now finances are changing. My, finances my finances are changing, are changing right, changing right now. now I believe I have provision I for everything I need. Everything I need. Whether it be money, Whether it be money or, lumber, or lumber or a house or, a house, or cars, cars or planes cars. or provision, provision. In any way, food, Lord, we thank you. Thank you. Lord, I believe, I believe that, I have received, that I have received right now, right now. Restoration, restoration in relationships. In, relationships in, my mind, in my mind. In anything I need restored. Anything. I believe I have received. deliverance from any problem, any any bondage, bondage right now in Jesus' name. I believe I have received supernatural protection on me, on my family. I have it now. I have the fullness of salvation right now. Jesus, you're the Lord of my life. By faith, I receive you and your rule In every area of my life, every square inch of my belongings and possessions, and I believe you died for me, and God brought you back to life. And when he brought you back, you didn't leave me in the place of lack. But right now, I have been granted every spiritual blessing and everything pertaining to life and godliness now, and I have it now, in Jesus' name. Amen. Just receive that right now. Just receive it right now. And I want you to see some big, big key, big key in Mark chapter 11, talking about faith. Because you see here, it's not you're not believing. This is a big deal, and this goes in line with what we're thinking. You're not believing. You're not believing by faith in healing. You're believing what it says specifically. I believe that I have received it. So see, believing that I have received it means all of the putting it together to get it is out of the question. No, there is no putting it together. I just believe by faith I already have it. I'm not believing to put the pieces together and get the light bulb off. It's not in my head. I believe he's already done it. I believe I have received it. So can you see that when we're sitting there in a prayer line trying to receive and we're trying to put all the pieces together, understand how we can have, how we can receive. We already have, have not had faith in the reception. I believe I have received it. I have it now. Thank you, Father. I have it now. Spiritually, it's working in me right now. Spiritually, I have all provision now. Spiritually, I have favor right now. Spiritually, I have protection for my family right now. Spiritually, I have supernatural life and I have fellowship with the Father right now. I already have it. I already have it. How do I have it? How? How does that work? I don't know. I don't have to know. I already have it. And you see that when we believe that we have received, it already bypasses all of the how. It bypasses all of the mechanics. It bypasses all of that. God's already handled all of the mechanics. He's already handled the why, the the how, the where, the what. He's already handled all those questions. We just, Lord, by faith, I believe I have received in Jesus' name. And see, just by that one statement right there, you can see he's taking it out of our head. It's never supposed to be an element of do we understand it. It's supposed to be do we believe it. Yeah. You see, do I believe it? I believe in you. And if I believe in you, then I believe I have all those things because that's what you said I have. See? And now I don't have to figure out the, the how, the why, the am I in the right place? Am I doing the right thing? No? And, and that goes back to yesterday's message about the two parts of life. What do I what do I need to do to get something? I just get people to receive his love. Part 1, receive his love. Part 2 is some of the how and the why. But not before part 1. It'll never part 2 will never work without part 1. So the first thing I need, Lord, I receive. I believe I have received your love in this situation. I believe I have received your love in this healing, the manifestation. Of, of who you are. Remember, the manifestation of the knowledge of him in every place. See, it's just knowing who he is, right? In Second Corinthians 2, 14, but thanks be unto God, who always leads us to triumph in Christ and manifests through us the sweet aroma of the knowledge of him. So what's he manifesting? The knowledge of him. Not, he's not manifesting your how and your connections and your revelation of how of the mechanics. He's manifesting the knowledge of him. So see, when we start getting into the mechanics and in our head in the mechanics, we're moving away from the knowledge of him and moving into our knowledge. So now it's limited to us, and that's why it never works. So what he manifests is the knowledge of him. If you go into what we were talking about, God-level living last week, you're talking about god level living, and we went to second Peter chapter one, one through four we talked about Ephesians one we talked about Ephesians three every one of those was knowledge and revelation of who he is and what he 's done which is which is who he is yeah. mm-hmm. every one that it wasn't revelation of the mechanics of healing, the mechanics of faith it was so it wasn't to get in our head to figure it out it was it was how the Holy Spirit by the anointing would bring you knowledge of who he is. So how do I get that knowledge and how do I get that anointing? It's getting his presence, not regimented. Just, Lord, I want to be around you. I want to be a part of who you are. Lord, let me be in your services. Thank you for letting me be here. Because in in your services, I, that anointing flow. Thank you for let, giving me this time in the morning to spend with you. Because in this, I'll be getting what I need Do I know all the details of what I'll be getting? No. Do I have to know? No. I just know that I'll get what I need. You see? And so it's the simplicity of who he is and Lord, I want you. And I'm going to get around you and I'll learn more about who you are. You'll give me that revelation. But even if I don't have all the revelation, Lord, I trust you and I believe that I have received. And that simplicity of belief with our heart, you know, bypassing the mechanics and logic of our head and and the legalism of our head and the condemnation of not getting it right all of that condemnation legalism all that's all what we could do not what he has done and then when we get to that place we can receive it amen, amen. glory to god did you receive something today hallelujah <laughs> hallelujah i Kevin said he feels like an outfit fielder catching a fly ball. I got it. I got it. I got it. Glory to God. That's awesome. Amen. That's so good. We love you so very much. We pray that this has been a blessing to you. And uh, we sow this word into the world every single weekday on Lunch Plus starting at 1130. Uh, and it doesn't cost you anything. If you would like to uh, be a partner with us in getting that out there and helping us get the word out there to more people, you're welcome to do that at giveww.org. You absolutely do not have to, uh, but if God's laying it on your heart uh, and He says that we should, when we receive the word and we're fed by the word, We should become sowers into that, where we're fed specifically, and we should sow into it so that it can go to other places. So God's told us that we should, but it's never something that we force on you, and it's never something that God forces on you. It's something that can happen in your heart. If the Lord is leading you to be a part of what we're doing here at Lunch Plus and getting the word, what's the word out to people, then you're welcome to do that at giveww.org. You can give on Facebook, Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, Text to Give. You can give one time or you can give on a regular basis. We made it easy for you. Even cryptocurrency, uh, you are welcome to do that. I'm believing for a big cryptocurrency. Somebody goes... You know what? I'm sending you, uh, you know, twenty thousand Bitcoin or whatever. I, a big, big. That would be awesome. Um, twenty thousand Bitcoin. Yeah, that'd be like billions. a lot. Yeah, Amen. I'll take it. Glory to God, because <laughs> we will build the kingdom yeah. with it. Amen. Amen. And uh, so, if you're if you are wanting to partner with us and believe in God, Lord, I want to get that word out. This word is touching people. It's changing lives. I'm telling you, we get reports all the time where people are being blessed by what we've been uh, putting out and displaying. Uh, share the broadcast, like, subscribe. You can go to giveww.org and you can share in resources. And we praise God for you. Lord, right now, everybody that's giving today or is a partner with us, Lord, let every penny, every cent, let every resource that they give to help give this word out. Even if they're just sharing it, they're copying the link, sending it to somebody, whatever it is, Lord, bless them. Let it be blessed. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall men give to their bosom. Lord, thank you, Father. I see it. I can see as I'm praying this, I can see the Lord doing exactly that today. Taking that, pressing it down, shaking together, causing it to run over in a multiplied overflow in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for your faith that you put on us to help multiply, supernaturally multiply that seed song. And Lord, let it be supernaturally quick in Jesus' name into their lives. In the name of Jesus, I just call debt paid off, paid off to our partners. Lord, let debt be paid off in Jesus' name. Let it be paid off in Jesus' name. Let it be paid off supernaturally. In the name of Jesus, I call an end to debt holding over their lives. They will be the lender and not the borrower, and they will be slaves to no more debt. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. And Lord, right now, I call for that abundance for every good work, not just debt being paid off, but an overflow in every area. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. In Jesus' name, we praise God for you. We praise God for what he's doing in your life and the overflow. And we pray that this has been a blessing to you today. Thank you so much for everything that you do just by being a part with us. And uh, thank you guys for being here. Did you get something out of it? Yes, Yes, sir. Glory to God. Did it help? Yes, sir. Amen. Did it help y'all? Amen. We love you so very much. We'll see you tomorrow. And here is Barrett to wrap everything up.
3: Thanks for being on with us today. We are so excited to be able to share the Word of God with you because we know that the Word works, and as it gets into your life, it's producing fruit. So thank you so much for being on with us. Speaking of the Word... This upcoming Monday, so a week from today, starts the Amazing Acts Week here at Boomerang. It's going to be powerful. You do not want to miss it. We have people that are going to be traveling in from states away just to be here specifically for this week. So... Make the, make the plans, take the time, do what needs to be done to get here because your life is going to go higher. If you're here, it's going to be great. So we thank you for being on with us. We're going to be back tomorrow at 1130, same time, same place. So be here with us. We love you and we'll see you then.